What's your best score for 18 holes? What's your best score for nine holes? Uh, for nine holes is 30. <laughs> and then for 18 holes is 62. 62? 62. And welcome back. Welcome aboard another part train. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan Singer. I got my partner in crime, our other co-host, Matt Cermak here. What a ride. What are you doing, Ev? Yeah. We just had. I feel, like, I feel like this episode was back to the future. Bento <laughs> Assis, this phenom, four-time Kids World Golf champion. The kid. Everyone's talking about Charlie Woods. Maybe we should be talking about Bento. Okay, before we get to that, quick word from our friends at 18 Birdies, the number one GPS swing analyzer app in the world. Guys, number one, 18 Birdies has data proven that all premium users, when they go from regular to premium on their app, drop four shots off their handicap because all of the GPS features that you get as a premium user, you get to understand what yards are playing in the wind, what they're playing in elevation. There's just so many amazing features where I like went back to the basic version. I was like, oh, I can't go back, right? And by being a premium user, you're going to be eligible for all these giveaways we're going to do in our Partrain group. I want people to know that because people are joining our group every day on 18 Birdies. All you got to do is friend me on 18 Birdies, Evan Singer. Send me a friend request. You'll see the Partrain logo pop up when you search me, and I'll add you to the group. We're going to start doing giveaways and competitions, but you're only eligible if you're a premium user. Got to be so premium. Go premium. It's going to be worth it for your game. You're going to have swing analyzer access. You're going to be able to monitor your swing, get tips, stat tracking, and course management stuff as well. I mean, sir, I found out that I was missing my drive 65% of the time to the right. I had no idea. Thanks to 18 birdies. I now can align myself better off the tee and make better club selections. Well, that's so. a great point. I had somebody tell me the other day they just got a new range finder. I was like, why don't you just get 18 birdies? More reliable, gonna <laughs> won't run out of battery, mm-hmm. and all the other things that come with it, right? Be part of the community. Yeah. I mean, the, this part train 18 birdies community is gonna be so much fun. Yeah. And look, if you already have a, a range finder, look, that's great too, because you wanna know the pin yardage. But where I find 18 birdies to be really helpful is understanding where the front, the back, the middle is, but also what the yardage is playing like. And how Um, how much do we talk about front, middle, and back yardage on the show, Ev? Yeah, totally. The importance of it. Yeah, I've gotten in trouble, especially back flags, Mm -hmm. of only getting the pin yardage. So I think having a little bit more information, it's not overwhelming, but it's actually really helpful. So. Hit the link in our show notes, and it's always linked in our bio on social at the Partrain, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, you'll see the 18 Birdies link at the top. Tap that link, download the app, go premium, and then friend me at Evan Singer. Um, oh. And I'll add you to the group. Serm, this was the first time we had an 11 year old on the show. Yeah. This kid is a, like I said, four time kids golf world champ. His favorite golfer is Rory McElroy. Also loves Spieth and Tiger, obviously. Uh, I just will say this, sir. We started off the interview by me reading his results in 2021. It's a, quite a maybe 10 wins or something. <laughs> I, it's hard to keep track. And the kids are just smiling. Like, yeah, that's right. I mean, this yeah. kid is an absolute phenom. I think he's the youngest Brazilian ever to participate in a golf tournament in the U.S. And he won the Global Child Prodigy 2020 Awardee Award as in sports. So. What I, I think what's cool about this, Serm, is you've talked about this a lot, 
that learning to play like a kid again is really valuable. And this kid has some of the top coaches. But yeah. the, the, what he's focusing on at such a young age, it's no surprise of why he's playing so well. This kid's a, f- a phenom, let's just say it, right? He yeah. shot he, he shot in 62 for all you guys listening out there. <laughs> he shot in 30 for nine holes. He's won a lot of golf tournaments, and he's dissecting the second place finishes. But what <laughs> went wrong about his confidence? Second yeah. place, right? Mm-hmm. It's interesting, Ev. It's so it was, it was fun to do this, right? We've never talked to a kid and won one of the best children golfers in the world. Um, but it's just so fascinating when I think about myself growing up and have, I had a swing coach, but when I was like 11 years old, I didn't have a mental coach or I wasn't working out at third, fourth, fifth grade. Um, right. And, you know, that's just kind of the new wave of, you know, kids taking sports real seriously. But what I also love Evel, is he's just not tied to golf. He plays soccer. He plays tennis. He just has a, he's a really fun kid. Um, and I think just has a lot of fun doing whatever he, he does. And it's great that he plays other sports. Sometimes kids just get set into one sport, maybe by their parents, but um, he gives us quite a look in yeah. how to practice, how to stay positive, what to work on, um, how to prioritize. Um, this is great. This is a really good interview. And I mean, I mean, what a great way to start the year too. Super refreshing, yeah. super fun, super light, but also like, the kid's been dominant and yeah. what he's working on works. It could sure as hell work for us. And don't we love the, just like the honest answers from, a, from, from, from a kid. Yeah. You know, it's not thought out. It's not rehearsed mm-hmm. just right. You know, and the, so there's some really, really good nuggets from him and you know what he thinks about when he plays practices and competes. Yeah. Really fun. Great. Yeah. Kid. I think this interview may be more than any other. will get you smiling a lot. Thank you to Bento for coming on. We're going to cheer him on. Um, who knows? There might be a clip from this podcast that's played on Golf Channel in 10 years talking about how yeah. this phenom wants, wants to beat Tiger's record of 82 wins, right? Heard it here first. Wins. Wants to win the Grand Golf Slam, Channel. too. Make sure you tag the par train. Heard it here first. Okay. Well, thank you guys, as always, for hopping aboard. If we've added any value, as always, do us a solid and go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Follow us at The Par Train on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We're always talking to you each day, each week. We love connecting, learning about your games, and sharing your stories. And uh, no matter if you're 11 or 51, no matter how you're hitting it, what do they got to do to get back to neutral, sir? Just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride, guys. Take care. Bento Assis, four-time kids world golf champ welcome aboard the par train bento we're excited to have you thank you hey bento bento you know you're our first 11 year old in five years of doing this show you're the first 11 year old we've ever had on the train so that's you know you're already making history you're making even more (laughs) history right now i did not i thought there was a lot of kids that you interviewed no we normally interview pj tour pros best-selling authors coaches mental yeah. coaches regular golfers you're our first 11 year old so nice i feel like you're getting used to making history but we're just going to keep doing it for you okay you cool with that okay yep. okay <laughs> well um i also saw bento that you just got a bernie doodle which is the exact dog that my girlfriend wants so i want to uh, know tell us about F- ferrari i think 
yeah. dog's name is? Tell tell us about the dog. Um. So she was in the picture. She was little. Now she's like twice as big my as my other dog. She's like forty pounds now. Oh wow! Sometimes she doesn't. She like eats the sofa or. Oh. Uh oh. Yeah. She's messy. <laughs> How old is Ferrari now? She's, I think, eight months. Okay, are you are you tra helping train her? Yeah, you're training yeah. her every day, right? Yeah, yeah, she can. <laughs> I trained her to give um her, uh her, uh her paw in my hand. Oh, and okay. Then Shake. She can sit and stuff. Is nice. she fetching your golf balls yet on the chipping green, putting green, or not yet? No. Okay, we'll have to work on that. <laughs> Maybe that'll be a goal after after this show. Okay. Um. So. We're going to get into a lot of stuff, but at first thing I wanted to do, Bento, is I've got your 2021 best results here. I'm going to read them off one by one, and for those not on video, I'm going to describe your facial reaction while I do yeah. it, okay? I want to see your okay. reaction to your 2021 year, okay? Big so, year. U.S. Kids World Championship, champion, first place. Jekyll Island Cup, champion, first place. Faldo Series Youth Regional Champion, Faldo Series Florida Sectional Champion, FJT Sandridge Open Champion, FJT Cypress Creek Open Champion, Stewart Local Tour Champion, UA West Palm Beach Tour Champion, Future Masters Runner-Up, we can talk about that, Red, White, <laughs> and Blue Invitational Runner-Up, What? yikes, Bento, two runner-ups in a row, yikes, <laughs> Florida State third place yikes and then an img junior world championship fourth place wow that, i mean is that a good year for you bento wow. it was harder because i was playing i was trying to push myself to play in the 11 and 12 age group and i was okay. only 10 okay so so i can get used to it like for this year or next year if i play ajga yeah, you're getting close to AJJ and Bento yeah. for all our, lis our listeners. Were those tournaments in a lot of different states? So, how much traveling did you do? I traveled a, a lot. Um, I, if I didn't have golf, I would probably not even like know a lot of states. And but uh, Ronaldinho from Brazil, he pays for our for our like airplane and stuff. Wow. And our hotel. That is awesome. so cool. So yeah. Bento was smiling when I was reading those results off. Um, what does that make you feel? And what do you what are you focused on in 2022 that you maybe want to do the same from 2021 and that you want to do differently? Of course, I want to do the same and win the world champion again. Mm -hmm. I want to try to win the tournaments that I got runner up. A future master I want to win because I never got a chance to win. And I just want to get more confident than you, last year. You want to get more confidence than last year? Yeah. How would you currently rate your confidence from last year? It's like a 8 out of 10 because sometimes I was just like, I just saw people like playing better than me on the 11 and 12 hitting farther, hitting it closer with their wedge and stuff. So like, I wasn't that confident, but I was like, okay, I'm going to stop trying to look at their game and try to work on my game that I saw that wasn't that bad. 
and try to win the more a little bit more tournament. What do you think is the best part of your game? I know you've, we want to talk about the things you want to work on, but what's the what are some of the best parts of your game? I think my my putting right now. Oh, I like my that. My putting and my my putting and my iron. That's a good combo to have. You know, Bento, yeah. my friend Cermak here, uh, is somewhat of a putting machine. The guy's short game is good quite good. So I was trying to see, teach did, Evan. I was helping him with he was his trying to short teach game. me. It didn't so, quite work as well as when he did. But did you see how Cermak lit up when you said putting? Bento, yeah. you need to tell Evan how important it is to work on your short game and your putting. You, I bet you spend a lot of time on your putting. Yeah. Uh, on my putting, I just saw they were making more putts. So I was like, okay, after I get back to school, I'm going to go put for like, I usually go, I I usually go to the irons and then chipping and then putting, but I, every time I was there, I was like, I was like kind of tired because I was playing a lot of chipping and a lot of irons and my bad part of my game was a little bit of putting. So I, now I started putting first. So I have like a fresh uh, brain stuff mm. in mind. And then I went to chipping and then I went to iron shot. Interesting. And one thing, Bento, you said that stuck out to me is, you know, you won many times this year. So especially kids your age, but anyone, any age would say that was a career year. That was an amazing year. Right. But even after confidence at an eight of 10 and winning a lot, you play with someone one or two years older than you. They start hitting it farther or closer in some areas than you. Was it fair to say you were starting to question yourself and try and be like them instead of focusing on what you do well? In the beginning of the year, um, my dad told me, uh, let's play the 11 and 12. And I started just looking at their game and stuff and weren't, I wasn't like thinking about my game. So I, I didn't, and now I don't really care about their game. And I just started playing better. It sounds like you've really worked on your focus and your pre-shot yeah. routine and right. And just, you know what you do well yeah. and re- really thinking about that. Right. Yeah. So what was happening when you're focusing on them? Were you losing focus? Well, were you not committed? What was happening? I was thinking about their game and my game. It was just like, I didn't really care about it. And like, if they were winning in the fr- in the last round and I was playing with them, I was focusing on them. Not on me. And then I stopped and then I got, I played better. I started, I got second in uh, future <laughs> masters and I won the world. So. When you said that you stopped and then focus on your game, did yeah. you stop yourself or did your caddy bring you back or how did you reset? So I resetted, I think at Worlds or yeah, at Worlds because my coach was caddying for me. Nice. And he noticed that in the first day, uh, I was playing with my with my friend Davis, and he won uh, two years ago the nine A troop, and I was focusing in his game. So he told me to um, he told me to just focus in your game. And then next round, I shot ten under. And then I was play- I played with him in the uh, last round in my. My other friend Matthew too, 
and I was losing by four, but I re- didn't really think about the, uh, uh, their game. So I just started making some birdies, and I tied with them. Wow, so you were down four, but you weren't <laughs> thinking about catching them. Yeah. You just reset back to, okay, what yeah. does the shot call for? What am I trying to do? What's my best chance to birdie this hole? Yeah. And lo and behold, you made four birdies? Yeah. And then if I, and my coach said, if you're like in a bad spot, just don't try to make a birdie. Try to like make a bogey max because <laughs> yeah. double is like, you have to make two birdies. But yeah. if you make a bogey, you make one. So just if you're in a really bad spot, just trying to make a bogey. Growing up like you, I always loved when my coach caddied for me. It's, it's really great, isn't he? Because I'm sure he talks you through every shot. If you get yeah. down, he tries to bring you back up. What do you guys talk about out there? He's a PGA professional. So he talks about like how the green slope, the grain, and it's like, uh, when I caddy with my dad, he doesn't really know about golf. He just like pushes the golf cart and stuff. But he helps me a lot. But I think my coach knows a little more. And he like he tells me about like, okay, here, um, I think you might go in the lake because the the fairway is like I don't know, harder and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. So and he, then, he helps you pay attention to the details. Yeah. And then he like tells me like, if I made an eagle, I was like all happy. And then he went like, okay, forget about it. And then go to the next hole. Hmm. Yeah. So he's helping you both bounce back from good shots in, yeah. the, in the sense of not raising your expectations or getting too excited. Penta, how many eagles are you making, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. You've made a few at some. Have you like. lost track? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't really count. Any eagles from the fairway? Uh, I think I chipped them once. Okay. Nice. Well, speaking of caddies, Bento, your little brother plays, I heard, mm-hmm. and I've heard that you've caddied for him. Yeah, I caddied for him. Have you taken anything from caddying for your little brother that maybe helps you when you play? Yeah, kind of, because I saw him that he sometimes is like, he's just like me. He takes too long for the three footers. He like uh, puts the ball mark and no, he does. He doesn't put the ball mark and he just puts and he makes it. And I usually just think about too much on my putting and I probably just miss. So I, I tried it and I just I was like, okay, I'm going to relax, just hit it and make a par. Cause I usually just marked and then, saw the break and I was like, okay, it's not this. And then I was thinking about so much and I'm like, sometimes in four, five footers, I probably missed. So I learned something from him. That's easy to overthink the putts, the short yeah. putts, right? And just go friend, up, not yeah. think and just knock it in. Right. Yeah. And his friends too, they just didn't even mark it and just put in like a 10 foot. He didn't even <laughs> aim. He just went in the long put it and they're like one feet and made it. And we've had a mental coach on, uh, Bento that talks about how different personality types take certain strategies in the course differently, right? So if you're kind of like a feeler, intuitive, extroverted guy or gal, uh, taking like big picture stuff instead of small details can actually help you. With yeah. me, I've actually found that when I line up the spot perfectly, it can have me get tight. Whereas a lot of times, to your point, 
I'll just stand behind the putt, look at it, kind of feel where it goes, pick my spot and go. A lot of times I end up a better putt anyways. So that's, I think that's a good learning for people is not necessarily that might not be right for you, but test it, see what works better for you. Go to the practice screen, play differently when you, when you uh, are on the course. Yeah. I've seen your Instagram bento. Yeah. And uh, you sunk 14 four footers in a row with each club in your bag. So do you even need a putter to make putts? Would you rather make putts with a, with a hybrid four iron? I don't know if you need the putter, Bento. Uh, the irons, it was kind of hard, but the, I could actually put with my driver and stuff because the, oh. the, it's kind it's actually easy. Like, every time, says. every time I went to my driver, I didn't miss one. So Why do you think gonna... that is, though? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think the the face, and I'm more used to hit hitting that club too. Like almost every hole in the tournament and my practice rounds, I hit that club. I don't know, and the and it. I think it just and it was kind of longer in my club too. So I went a little in front, and it was. Kind of shorter. So should we put the driver in the bag on the greens? Are we taking the putter out of the bag, Bento? If I break my my putter <laughs> in a tournament, yeah. Well, what Bento, would your parents do if you broke your putter? They probably no, wouldn't be very they, happy. They don't want that, Bento. When you're practicing your putting, what is most important? Do you think? You know, for for everybody who's trying to get better out there, what's most important when you practice your putting? I usually think about like. I usually go there, put like 10 balls, five foot, and then uh, let's say like five balls, I make three. Um, I was, I'm think, I'm going to think like if PGA would do better or, and then sometimes I just check um, on my phone, like what their average is. And I try to, I don't leave the putting green until I, I do the average of them practicing. So you're trying to match the PJ Tour average when you practice. Yeah, right. I, yeah. It's important to do drills, right? Yeah, yeah. I do a three, six, nine. It's a, it's called grill, I think. And you have to, you start with one ball. And you have to make a three, three, six, and nine footer in a row, and then you move to two footer, and no, uh, two balls. So you have to make two in a row and three feet, two in a row and six feet, and then two in a row and uh, nine feet. And then you go with three balls. And, um, mm. Or you can do four, eight, 12. Yeah. And, and you, can't you, go like ho- you can't go home if you don't do them, right? Yeah. <laughs> and why do you like that, Bento? What does that do for your practice? Um, in, it, it makes me, it sometimes makes me frustrated. And I do it a lot of times, so... I learned to not get frustrated in the putts, too. Got to control your emotions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's say you're in the two balls, and you made two three-footers in a row, and you made two six-footers in a row, and you made one nine-footer. Yeah, that's what always happens. How does that last putt feel? Does it feel like you're playing in a tournament? Well, I think about so much things. That's what I learned from my brother. I learned, I, I thought about so much things. I'm like, okay, if I miss this, I restart everything and stuff. And then I miss it. Mm-hmm. And then I just, 
if I go there and I think it's um, I still have one ball left, I just put it like it's the second ball, and I have three balls and I make it. So you're trying to treat every putt the same as the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, because That's maybe it. what you're saying, Bento, is you realize that focusing on what you want you don't want to happen doesn't help you create an outcome that you do want. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a great learning, especially this young. So what is your handicap right now? Just so people understand more about your game. What's your handicap at right now? For kids or for like adults? Both. Both. I think for kids is a scratch because I think if you're in the world, it's a scratch. And I never tried oh. for adults. I never tried to get a handicap. I didn't know that they're different. Sarum, did you know that? Well, is it because are, are you playing kids teased or do you play different tees depending on the tournament I, or your home course? Uh, for the tournaments, I usually play like not back tees, but I play like two in front of the back tees like I do in my neighborhood. Yeah. But, I, but if I try to get a handicap, I have to play from the black tees and I, I don't think I have the distance for that. So if I try right now, it would probably be like a 14 or something, but it's mm. too long for me. From the back tees, but what? What's what's your best score? Or what are your what's your best score for eighteen holes? What's your best score for nine holes? Uh, for nine holes is thirty, <laughs> and then for eighteen holes is sixty-two. 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 How yeah. many birdies? How many birdies did you make? I got nine birdies and one eagle. Wow, it's unbelievable! What did it feel like out there on that day? Most people have never shot sixty-two in their life, and will never even come close, Bento. What was it like out there on that day? It was like. If I was a 10 footer, it was easy to make. It was the, like the hole uh, looked big. <laughs> yeah, the hole looked big. And I was like, I was just fist pumping like this. And oh, fist pumping. I was just so, I was just confident. I've seen your fist pump, Bento. Yeah. And I'm curious do you prefer the big fist pump, very tiger esque? I've seen you run around the green a little bit. What's your favorite type of celebration to get you going? In the tournaments, like the tournament that I just played, like I go like this. <laughs> kind of you the upper tiger cut. fist bump. Yeah, for those not on yeah. and then, um, and then when I pick up the ball, I go like this. Got it. You make a little and, fist. Yeah, yeah. So, but in the TPC Sagras, um, that was my first shot. I hit like multiple shots, but that was my first shot, and and I made a booty, so I ran around the green on seventeen. Yeah, on 17. Oh, first time it, playing it? Yeah. Is it, Bento, is is that hole as hard as it looks? Or? It's, it's the greens are, it's from the back tees, it, if you hook it a little bit, it's in the water. For me, it, it was like a normal par three, but if you miss the green, you're in the water. But there's a bunker there. So hmm. if it's over the bunker, it's a really hard hole. I want to go back to the 62. Bento, obviously you were feeling confident. The hole looked big on the greens. Were you thinking about or focused on anything differently? I wasn't thinking about nothing. Like I usually just, when I'm fixing my swing, when I hit it, when I hit my ball, I'm like, okay, I have to do this and stuff when I'm working on my swing. But that day I was just hitting my mm -hmm. shots without like stress and stuff. So you were more focused on the shots you were hitting than your actual swing or mechanics. Yeah. And, and what that's, about, what we, that's what we always want to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break, hear from one of our brand new sponsors, and then we'll get you right back to the show. You're not going to want to fast forward through this one. Trust me. 
So I was reflecting the other day, guys, okay? And I was thinking, wouldn't it be crazy if we all had our own caddies? Not just a caddy at the club you play at or whatever, but literally your own dedicated caddy playing with buddies wherever. Wouldn't it be sweet if we had a caddy that always gave us the perfect yardage for every shot? They factored in the wind. They factored in the elevation. They factored in how cold it was, right? A caddy that kept our stats, that told you that 90% of the time you miss the fairway to the right, right? So maybe that helps you with their alignment off the tee or maybe club selection. Or a caddy that kept track of your scores, right? And told you where your handicap was trending. But also, more importantly, told you where your buddies were shooting that week too. You can kind of compete thanks to your caddy for keeping track of it. Maybe even a caddy who, you know, is great with on course, but also happens to be a swing instructor and can look at your swing and say, hey, you're getting a little too inside. Let's get you back on plane, right? 18 birdies is basically your own caddy in your pocket. I'm telling you, it's the number one GPS swing analyzer app in the world. And the app is an absolute game changer. They have data that says for premium users, and I'll get you a free trial as being a part train listener. Premium users on the 18 birdies app, on average, shave four shots off their handicap. Four. How crazy is that? I played with it the other day. And, you know, I don't hit the fairway every time. So the yardages, the plays like yardages, it was a game changer. But more importantly, guys, that's all great. Like your game's going to get better. It's guaranteed. It's in the data, right? And I know you guys care about getting better if you listen to this show. And we're working on your mental game. The par train for the mental game and 18 birdies app for on course and stat tracking and swing analyzing, it's pretty much a deadly combo, right? But I think the coolest part, And the big reason why I want you to download the 18 Birdies app is because I'm starting a private par train group. And look, we get DMs of your scorecards every week. So now it's all going to be in one place. It's going to say who's leading the week in best score, who's leading the week in this stat and this stat. And we got our own little leaderboard. And it's going to be super fun. Okay, so I'm going to get you a free trial of this app. And all you got to do is hit the show notes of this episode. And tap the link in those show notes, and that'll take you to download the app and join our group automatically. So it's super easy. It's going to improve your game. We don't just promote anything, right? This is the number one app in the world for this stuff. I come from tech, so I know a good app when I see it. And this is good stuff, guys. So join us on the 18 Birdies train. Enter your scores. Improve your game. Shave four shots off your handicap. And let's start challenging each other to get even better in 2022. Thanks, guys. Let's get back to the show. And what about Bento around where you maybe shot one of your highest scores? What do you remember about, can you tell us about a day where you shot a really high score? For the 11-12, on the beginning of the year, I hit, I was like, I think the highest score was 80, I think, 81. Mm -hmm. And I was just... I didn't know what was like happening, um, but I was just trying to do the same exact thing I do always, but I just didn't. And then I, I, and I got like, sometimes like, I just got used to it, you know? Used to what? I got like, to playing the tournaments with like the older kids, like two, two, um, two feet higher than me. And I got kind of nervous, <laughs> and then I just 
got uh, used to because they were my friends. Because I got, because I I met them and stuff, and I got more focused and relaxed. But the good thing is, Bento, even on those tough days when you shot eighty, playing with those older kids, you're getting that experience. Yeah. Right, and you know what you need to work on, and you're going to be just as good as them. But that experience yeah. is so important. I'm sure your coach talks about that. But it's also uh, good to remember, Bento, that you know the. I think you're referencing those tournaments where they're older than you. They hit it farther. Remember you talked about you were focusing on them. You got nervous. Maybe your confidence wasn't as high and that led to an 80, right? So it shows the importance of the things that you focus on in your mind translate to your performance on the scorecard. Yeah. I I think I read somewhere or saw that you do mindfulness courses. Is that true? Yeah. I have a, yeah, I have a coach from Brazil. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I started when I was like three or four years old when I started playing tournaments and I, and I, I still do it. What have you worked on in the mindfulness courses or? Well, sometimes we watch some videos on YouTube on like, he always, he's like, like there's a YouTube channel that they do like, they do an interview with like Kobe Bryant or. Like all the famous people from basketball, swimming, uh, golf and stuff. And they talk about their career and stuff and how they like get focused in the game, how they practice. And then after that, he talks about what have you learned? And then I tell him and then I, I write it in my notes on my iPad. So what have you written down? What's helped uh, you the most on the course? Yeah, I think... Um, he tells me every time you get mad, there's like, let's say a big tool thing and it's a really heavy and you can't lift it up. And if you keep getting mad, it won't it'll get worse because your hand will get sore. And he told me to like, if you get mad, maximum like 10, you, you have like 10 steps and then you get calm again. And then you let the, you leave this, the, tool tools behind and just like behind and you just go to the next hole. so you don't carry bad shots with you yeah and how has that helped you that helped me because i always like in the beginning of the year i used because i quit for a little bit because we just moved from from brazil to united states mm-hmm. and I forgot about everything and stuff. And what did you say again? How the mindfulness lessons have helped you. Yeah. So, yeah. So it helped me because always when I got mad, I always got, I didn't make a par or a birdie. Um, and always when I made like, a, let's say it's, let's do the opposite. He said to like, if I make a birdie, I always get happy, but then I make a bogey because I get, I don't focus on the game anymore because I get happy and I focus on the birdie that I got. Mm. And then when I started again, he helped me realize that. And my coach too told me after a birdie and bogey, just uh, leave it back and just start a a new 18 holes again. It's the same. You started. Yeah. It's It's the same, right? Yeah. Or if you hit a shot in the trees. You know, just get out and get it in play, right? Yeah. 
Is that hard, Bento? To not get mad for 10 steps, well, more than 10 steps, if you mess it's, up? It's hard, but I, I bought something and always when I don't I put it in my pocket and I it's like a foam ball and you I just hold it and then I release my my madness and yeah it's like a stress ball but that's yeah that's yeah important that's important though yeah you know, not enough people use that that's what it's for right yeah yeah Could I shoot a 62 if I carry a stress ball in my pocket <laughs> I don't know is that the secret I don't Bento? I don't know if this swing's good enough Bento I don't, I don't think it hits, is. Bento. I don't know if he hits it as straight as you do. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll help was, him, right? It'll help him on his bad holes. I wish right? that was the trick. <laughs> Sixty-two every time. <laughs> so, what is your? What are you working on right now in your game? Um, on my, I'm working on my iron shots right now, and my driver and stuff. Like my driver and my iron shots. I'm trying. My coach said I was going too much inside, too much inside on my backswing. And I have been doing that for a long time. And always when he tells me, he's like, um, I tell him I'm not comfortable with the swing. But then, and I was like, okay, I'm, now I'm going to try it. And then I've been trying for like four weeks now. And I, my, my irons got way better. Well, Bento, do you like to draw the ball? Do you like to fade the ball? Or do you just like to um, hit it straight? I like to hit it straight. Oh. <laughs> but I'm sure you work out with your coach drawing yeah. it and fading it. And, yeah, yeah. And what do you guys work on when you're, when you're, when you're working on shaping the ball? Um, yeah. Do you mean? Like uh, when you draw it, like how do you feel a draw? How do you do a draw? Oh, Everybody- I, I just go, I lean so forward and I put my hands forward. And he tells me like hit a low shot but with the hook and or a high shot. Think you're hitting a high shot but with the hook. And he says just swing as hard as you can to the left. Yeah. Okay. That's good. And then a fade. What would you say? Um, that I just go outside a lot and I hit it. Um, I try to spin the ball to the right. Yeah, I like it. It's more of a control shot where the draw yeah. is more of a power shot. Yeah. So when you say you're working on your irons and your driver right now, uh, I know you do more than just hit a bucket at the range. I'm sure your coaches help you think through how to do that. So what drills work best for you? What actually are you doing to work on your irons and your driver right now? What drills are you doing? So when I start off, when I just, I'm trying to warm up a little bit, I put a, I put a aiming stick on my club and I put the end of it in the end of the grip and I put it on my shoulders and I go like in the middle of the backswing and it has to point straight. And then when I'm like right here where my like head is or my shoulder, the aiming, the end of the aiming stick has to be pointing at, at the ball. And then when I'm playing, yeah, and then when I'm practicing, I I put a T on the you know when you have a the grip has like a circle in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I put the ball in there. No, I put the T in there, and I can't hit myself with it, or else I know I'm going inside. How often do you take lessons with your coach, or do you see him once a week, or do, 
how often? Um, with my private coach, I it's because I do other sports, so I, sometimes I don't have time to. I practice every day, but I don't have time to like practice. I sometimes just right. warm up a day. Um, for with my private class with my coach is once a week, and then I have a group class in Dalma Academy. Um, for two weeks. And you also no do for two days and, a week. Yeah, do I do fitness. 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 Yeah, I Tell do us fitness. about that. What do you um, work on? Fitness. I do two weeks and two days a week and on my I work on like because for golf um I this shoulder no my my right hand my right uh yeah my right hand is always stronger and stuff mm -hmm. and that's why I'm probably sometimes just hooking the ball or slicing the ball mm -hmm. and my my left hand is not that as strong so I put I put but so we always work on like if I work on my right hand, we work on my left hand. And sometimes we do the 30 minutes. We only do abs or only shoulders or only yeah. legs and stuff. Yeah, it's that important. Six pack for the uh, for the, the girls in your grade. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, come on, the girls. He's shooting 62. They love him. What are your other favorite sports, Bento? Uh, my what other is, favorite yeah. sports are tennis, mm -hmm. soccer. I used to do gymnastics, but I stopped. And then bowling. I saw you. I saw, I saw you doing some pretty good bowling. Yeah, and then that. Did you see that on Instagram? Not on Instagram. That was the. That was the day that I got the worst haircut of my life. Oh, really? I didn't notice that. I'll go look. I'll go look again. He didn't even notice. It couldn't have been that bad, Bento. It was like, it was like a big point, and then just here. And then, but see, isn't that yeah. funny? We always think it's bad, but we're the only ones thinking it. That applies to yeah. golf too, you know. I like bowling, and I like um, I'm going skiing. That's oh, probably that's gonna be my favorite sport. My like second favorite sport. What so, do you think? Similar between skiing and golf, Bento? What's the difference? No, what's similar? Like what you have to work on to be good? Balance balance yeah um understanding the obstacles maybe that are in front of you right yeah and committing yeah committing a lot of parallels um, in tennis too yeah yeah tennis is my coach said it's really similar to golf mm -hmm. like the follow through back swing so why is golf your favorite sport what do you love about golf the most so much things <laughs> i just we got time it's it's just a good feeling when you hit a good shot and it's not like on other sports, I don't get that feeling and stuff because I only practice and I don't play tournaments and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just a good feeling. And when I practice, I get, uh, I see my friends and if I haven't golf, I think is like the sport that you'll make more the most friends, I think. Yeah, you meet everybody, right? As an because you always got a new foursome, right? Yeah, because you get a threesome or a foursome, and then you just talk to them because it's kind of boring. If you start a conversation with them, we, they talk. We talk like the whole game and stuff. What's your least favorite thing about golf? When you make a bogey. <laughs> <laughs> Bogeys, not doubles. 
Doubles, triples, the worst. <laughs> um, I I think is when you're like swing is bad, and you have to work on like because my problem is I'm working on that. Um, that always when I see I go to a tournament, let's say my irons are good, my chipping and my my irons are good, and my chipping and my putting are not that good. And so I, you, I practice mostly just putting and chipping. And then irons, I don't practice that much. And then when I go to the tournament, my irons are bad and my chipping and putting are good. <laughs> so I'm trying to work on, like, uh, practice. Every, if, even if, the, like, it's worse, practice the same thing. And then when you're, you, and then I go home, relax a little bit, and then work on the thing again that you wanted to work on. Do like your normal practice. Why can't it all just come together every time, right, Bento? Yeah. (laughs) But that's what keeps you practicing, right? And that just keeps you working on your your mindfulness. Yeah. Bento, I'm sure you play with older people. You know, I I know you're you're practicing and you play in in junior events. But when you play with older golfers, what do you notice that they do differently that maybe they could do better? What's the most common mistake? I just see them using their phone in the golf course. Their and phone. yeah, and sometimes I think they only care about their driving and stuff. They, they don't, pra- hit they don't practice their short game, right? Well, they do, the good players. And like sometimes they care about their drivers and then they hit it far and then their chipping is not good or irons and stuff. They just like care about hitting it long. So maybe what you're saying, Bento, is they're maybe not playing with as much intention or smarts because they just want to yeah. hit the driver. And yeah. maybe not every hole calls for a driver. So course yeah. management, maybe. Yeah. Interesting. He said, uh, sir, that they're on their phone, which tells me, Bento, maybe you're saying they're not as focused on what they're actually trying to do. They're just kind of out there. Yeah, shots someone not actually thinking through it. Yeah, someone I played with, I don't know his name. He was using like his AirPods and stuff. <laughs> oh no, he's distracted. Playing. Yeah, if you hit a ball and then the music goes, <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah, and, gonna play well. <laughs> yeah, and then after he hits a shot, he just keeps looking, and then he puts it away, and then I don't know how people eat. Uh, play play golf with gum i tried it i did not play good because phil uh tiger phil mickelson yeah 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 i know so i yeah i saw (laughs) when i saw phil mickelson and tiger woods eat gum i was like okay that might work (laughs) not for ben not for me yeah well what do you eat on the course come on this is important too i i eat i I bet you're not eating hot dogs out there you're eating healthy foods right yeah so I I like those Gatorade bars. Yep. Uh, those are my favorite. Sometimes when I need some energy and I get tired, I eat some uh some gummies, like Welchies or like fruit snacks. Or, yeah, yeah, fruit snacks. Little energy or some yeah, little energy. And then I sometimes have uh bread. Uh, bread with butter and turkey. Gatorade or water or both? Gator, Gatorade 
water and body armor. Okay. I like body armors. All three. Can you remember? Well, right now, actually, in your current game, is there a specific kind of shot that scares you the most, or you get the most nervous before the six hitting? Six footers. Six footers. Yeah. Why is that? No, not the six footers, but the six footers that have those break and stuff. Mm. Uh, I just think about so much things. Like in the tournament that I just played, I three putted from like six feet because I was just like, I was there. Okay. It's in the middle. No, it's like a ball inside the hole. And then when I'm practicing, when I'm, I'm doing my practice strokes, I just, Oh, I think it breaks more. So I, then I egg. And then when I was in the ball, I was like, okay, I'm, this is going to break. So I'm just going to hit a ball out. And then I missed it. And then I wasn't thinking about the speed. So I went like six feet past again. And then I had a harder putt, downhill putt, and I, I, I got kind of relaxed because my friend went right there, and I shot the break and stuff. So I aimed right there, and I hit it too hard, and then I made it. But I was thinking about the, the speed because I missed the speed from the first putt, so I was thinking about the speed there, and I didn't think about the break. Got it. So you're trying to prevent the thing you did maybe poorly on the last one and then yeah. you miss details on the next one. Yeah. There's a lot of lessons that you're already doing at 11 that a lot of 50-year-olds aren't doing. Uh, if you were going to describe, Bento, how to play golf like Bento to an average 12 handicap, how would you describe mm -hmm. your game? What do you think is key for them to play a little bit more like Bento? Well, my neighborhood, I see a lot of, uh, like, 50-year-olds, 40-year-olds um, practicing. I don't, I, they just like bring some clubs, you know? They just bring two clubs. They hit their nine iron before like they play, right? Yep. They just bring their nine iron and their driver. And then they just hit the ball, like 10 balls, and then they go already. And then after I see them complaining about uh, with the coaches, like, oh, my swing on the course wasn't good. And then I just think they have to practice a little more. Yeah, Bento, I always thought people need to work on downhill lies and bad lies yeah. and, right, and deep bunker, you know, buried bunkers shots. Nobody practices. Yeah, I need a, yeah, I need a, I'm working on my fairy bunker shots. Hard. Yeah. I hate fairy bunker I was, shots. I was, <laughs> I was kind of nervous on the tournament. Because I went to a fairy bunker on the Fazio course, PJ National, and heard of it. There was in the in the flag was to the left, uh, left edge. It was, I it was like in the edge of the green, the left edge, and there was lake. And I was like, if I hit sand, I'm in the lake. And I was like, okay, I can only hit ball. Mm. So gotta, I only gotta clip it. <laughs> yeah, so I only aimed at the ball, and I actually hit it good. I went to the other bunker though, and it was harder. It not harder, but it was so hard because I was in a downhill lie on the bunker, and there was lake behind the the pin, and it was a downhill lie if I passed the green, so it goes into a lake. So I kicked it in the fairway and put it like ten feet, and then made a bogey. That's a great bogey. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you were in trouble and you didn't make it a double or a triple. Yeah. And that's important. Very disciplined. Smart. Yeah. Very disciplined. Oh, that's good. Uh, why do you like, why is Rory McIlroy your favorite? Is he still your favorite? Uh, yes, but now I'm liking Jordan Spieth mm. too Love because Jordan. he started playing better now. He wasn't in the beat when I moved here. He was winning everything and stuff. He won the the Open, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the Open, and I just started to like him. And then I actually got a hat here, two a hat and the glove from Jordan Spieth. How cool is this? Let's see. He signed it for my birthday. You see it? Yeah. Oh, look at that. That is really cool. Yeah, two Under Armour guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now we just need to get a sign from Tom Brady, fellow Under Armour guy. Glove and hat from Mr. Jordan Spieth. And then I got, um, I think, Colin Markara. And then. Wow. And and then Matthew Wolf here. Awesome. These are all the best best guys. We've had Colin's coach on the show before, the week before he won the Open. And then here's my trophies. Oh, boy, I bet there's a few of them. Oh, oh, it keeps going. Okay, I was going to say, that should only fill the the trophies you won in 2021. What do you want in your golf career? What do you want to accomplish? I want to win all the majors. So he wants the Grand Slam. And I want the. I just want to beat the record of Tiger Woods. The the eighty two. Yeah, eighty two. He's probably gonna win a couple more. You think so? Yeah. Okay. We sure want him to, right? I hope he comes back. Yeah, I know. Well, I played with Charlie Woods. You did uh, yeah. this tournament, yeah. See, nice when was kid. this? Nice kid. I did. I didn't play with him, but I went against him. Oh, cool. Is that when you met Tiger in twenty twenty, and on your Instagram? No, that was, uh, I didn't even teach Charlie Woods. I just, I was, I played a tournament and they had a rain delay and I just saw Tiger Woods <laughs> and then I was like, can you take a picture with me? And he was like, okay, fast or else everyone is going to try to take a picture with me. <laughs> Did he tell well, you, you anything or you didn't have time <laughs> to ask him for advice? I didn't have any mm-hmm. time, but then That's I cool. played with Charlie Woods in the same group, but he didn't come. How did you feel about watching Charlie? What did you think about Charlie's game? He's a good player. He he talks with me and stuff. He's a good person. You guys are going to be good friends and playing against each other for years to come. It's going to be fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. Well, we'll have to have you back on the show once you hit 82 wins. How about that? We can use that as motivation. Or after your first Masters win. How about that? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Bento, I think there's a lot of fun learnings that ev- anyone can take any level. Um, if you guys aren't following Bento, yeah, great Instagram by the way at Bento B E N T O, Assis A S S I S Golf on Instagram. Uh, great follow. Follow him there, and we'll be cheering you on from the sidelines and tracking how you do anything you want to end on Bento that maybe you didn't get to say, or that you want to reiterate for all those aspiring golfers out there. The one thing that helps you play your best golf, what do you think it is? What the like Tiger Woods or Warren McIlroy helps me. Just the one thing. Yeah. 
that you learned from them or just in general that you think that if I do you want to tell I'll you want to tell game. everybody <laughs> yeah well never get nervous um that will only make it worse and hmm. if the if you're trying a new swing and stuff and you hit the first ball and it's not good don't give up just try to hit just like it's not going to take a day it's going to take like a week or months probably to get the right swing because always when I was like my coach used to tell me to do this and then I said and then I hit a bad shot and I was like I don't think this is good (laughs) but then he told me like this year like he told me a swing and I said it's gonna take a week gonna take a month but the first week is not gonna probably not gonna be good and you have to just feel confident with the swing and then yeah don't like give up on the swing love it that's great advice and work on that short game right bento yeah <laughs> love it cool well tell ferrari and the family we say hi thank you for hopping aboard we're gonna be cheering you on and have a great 2022 let's get even more wins in 2022 we're, we're gonna be we? following you bento and cheering you on oh you're sorry oh oh a little, little goodbye. Oh, there he is. A little goodbye Harry. from Ferrari. Stay here, Ferrari. There he is. There he is. <laughs> Love it. Well, you guys have a great 2022, all right? Thank you. All right. Take care, buddy. See you, Ben. Take care. Bye.